Radio Zoom, episode 86, April 18th, 2006. Information about artists played on this episode can be found in the show notes at radiozoom.net. From Vancouver, British Columbia, this is the Radio Zoom Podcast. CNN Radio, I'm Stan Case. Three Iowa counties are under a state of emergency following a deadly tornado outbreak. Storms killed a woman near Iowa City. The heaviest damage is in the town of Nichols. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. Well, as you can tell, this this is not going to be your normal edition of Radio Zoom. As uh, as you can hear there, Thursday of last week... Uh, which this was would it have been? I'm sorry. Let me double check my notes here. I'm excited about today's episode, even though today's episode is not going to be the greatest of uh, of topics. Uh, but let me look here at my notes, which are totally in a state of disarray. On April 13th, uh, tornado hit Iowa City, Iowa. Now, me, being originally from Iowa, I find this of interest, but more so, I used to live in Iowa City. Lived, used to live very close to downtown Iowa City, except for just over the last year that I lived in Iowa. I actually lived in the suburb, with the quotation mark fingers, of Coralville. However, the radio station where I used to work at, which we'll talk quite a bit about in this episode, was very close to the areas that this or if it was one, if it was a series of tornadoes that went through downtown uh, Iowa City, really going through the heart of Iowa City, affecting some very well-known landmarks to the area. And I happen to have some really great audio that was sent to me from my buddy Paul Flav, who still is there at the radio station, actually took over the position that I vacated when I left the uh, the great confines of Iowa City, and he uh, sent me some audio of some it's, some of it's kind of raw, but some of it's uh, was some stuff that was produced for one of the weekend programs that goes on there at WSUI AM nine ten there in Iowa City, and we'll be I'll, I'll be playing that for you later. You can get uh, there's some of it's uh, like I said the the really raw audio will wait until the end because I've got about a half hour of it and uh, a good 30 minutes and so I'm just going to let that run. So in this episode we're not going to have any music. If you're tuning in to the podcast because of music, I really don't feel that playing music along with the stuff that we're going to be talking about in this whole storm uh, uh related edition episode. I I just don't think that fits very well. So to get, kind of give you a little more information here, and this is stuff that I'm getting from the PressCitizen.com, and I will be providing links to these stories in the show notes. They've got a whole array of pictures that uh, of different areas that have been affected by the tornadoes that went through the city, and um, I really encourage you to look at them. And, you know, we, we see these different things uh, almost on a daily basis, it seems like. Hurricane damage, tornado damage. Uh, why, you know, why am I going to talk about this? Uh, it just, it, it really kind of cuts close to uh, to me, uh, being that this is where I used to live. Uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral, the Catholic Church. I actually used to live 
barely a block away from it. I used to walk by it all the time. Now half of it is still left remain, uh, uh, still standing. And uh, that's why I just kind of felt like there was some uh, validity to talking a little bit about this. But more so, I've got this really uh, great audio that was sent my way uh, from Paul. Also was recorded by uh, another... I guess he could, I guess we always refer to him as interns, but he's more a, a student employee at the radio station, and he and David went out with a recorder, and you can definitely tell that a lot of the audio was captured for broadcast purposes. It was going to be taken back and used for, uh, you know, put into production for radio broadcasts. So it's not done in the vein of a podcast, say, sound seeing or whatever, but when I play the audio, the the raw stuff, it'll give you some of the, the background noise because essentially from what I understand, shortly after everything happened, all the tornadoes rolled through the town, it became a bit of what we refer to as a tailgate atmosphere. People just out wandering around everywhere and then eventually this being a Big Ten University and one of the uh, largest consumption or consumers of alcohol in terms of the student population – well, you can put two and two together, and there's uh, kind of that atmosphere kind of going on. So I'll be playing that in a little bit. Well, I want to play this though right now because this actually came off of uh, the NPR news podcast, and I used to work with this guy that uh, filed this report, and it will definitely give you a better insight into the whole uh, incident, the whole situation. So I'm just going to go ahead and roll this story. Tornadoes raked eastern Iowa and parts of Indiana and Illinois overnight. Iowa City, the home of the University of Iowa, has some of the heaviest damage. At least one person was killed by the violent weather, which also affected Illinois, Wisconsin, and Indiana. Dean Borg of member station WSUI reports. It was a swarm of twisters swooping down at dusk Thursday evening. There was enough light for photographers to document three funnels hanging from a cloud as it moved eastward over Iowa City. Walmart, Menards, and a Dodge auto dealership at the west edge of the city took the first hits. Workers at a Dairy Queen on the banks of the Iowa River scampered to a basement just before that building was demolished. Then over the river, bricks from the University of Iowa's motor pool building are heaped on the street. St. Patrick's Catholic Church, also heavily damaged, but nearby Mercy Hospital is intact, but operating on emergency electrical generators. Classes at the University of Iowa are canceled today. For NPR News, I'm Dean Borg in Iowa City, Iowa. Okay, so there that gives you a better uh, account of the, the situation that went on on Thursday, April 13th. And he mentioned the motor pool building. That is a building that I visited quite a bit in Motorpool being just that. It's a uh, where you go to get the officially or I'm sorry, the official University of Iowa vehicles with the excuse me, the neat little emblems on the side and the state plates. Because it's a state run university. So you get the official tags and stuff like that and made many, many ventures there. Uh, he said something about bricks and I'm confused. I do not know, but I hopefully the uh, the building remains intact. I kind of doubt it, but the roof seems to be off and damaged. So some of the other situ- uh, the issues, uh, I, I should also mention Dean Borg. He's uh, part of uh, WSUI and uh, worked alongside him there when I was uh, assistant uh, engineer. Now, um, 
the other interesting things that are happening with this whole situation, they need help. That's for sure. Being that I'm up here in Vancouver now, I cannot offer much for help except for and telling you about the situation. Some of it's going to be more dire for other people because the thing about tornadoes is that the destruction is not as widespread. And in the midst of all of that, you don't have a blanket of help that you would in other situations, such as like a hurricane. Now, and I can't really say which one's worse, but the other thing is, is that when a tornado rolls through a town, it can completely demolish somebody's house, destroy all their belongings, and leave the next house over. Right next to that, the house has just gone up. It can leave the other one untouched. So it's very easy to kind of negate somebody who has been affected by this tornado, especially when you have all these college kids, because we're talking about starving college kids that barely can you know pay rent every month because they're working a part-time job and going to school full-time, that type of situation. We're looking at apartment complexes that have been completely demolished, uh, those types of situations. Right now, they're kind of totaling up the uh, preliminary cost and ex- expected to go higher, but we're looking at $3.6 million U.S. Uh, in damage. One thing that strikes me as interesting is that the Sheraton Hotel parking ramp, which is right in the right downtown Iowa City, sustained $152,000 plus worth of damage. Now, a parking ramp is made primarily out of concrete, yet it still sustained damage. Uh, there's other different situations, and they are asking for help because the student population may decrease the federal funds that are going to come in and uh, help this out, or help out these kids, you know, FEMA. And the issue here is, I'm reading this article on the com. is that issue is the formula FEMA uses to calculate how many people are affected by a disaster, which in turn influences how much federal money is awarded. FEMA estimates that a housing unit is home to an average of 2.5 people, but local and state officials maintain that in college towns, Units can house two or three times that uh, two or three times that number as students pile into homes and apartments. It drives down costs. If you have a place that has three, uh, I'll, I'll make a, a better example. I actually used to live in a house like that. It was a four bedroom house, and we crammed seven people into it. We put people in the basement, and that was totally against code. But you do what you have to do in order to keep the cost down, because even though there was seven people, it still costs us, I think it was $2,200 a month plus utilities, heating and everything. So you have that situation. You have that issue. And uh, it's going to kind of be interesting in terms of the help that FEMA is going to be able to give. So they're going to need donations or at least help monetarily, financially. I don't know. I don't know where you can give these help if you're interested um, there's also help that's being needed to for the cleanup of the situation, but being this is going out to the audience that it is, it's kind of hard to really get that help to where it needs to be. But the other thing you have to, and I blogged about this on my website, but I never had renter's insurance when I lived in Iowa City, especially as a student. It's an extra cost that you just really can't afford, but being young and naive, you think, oh, I don't need it, I'll be fine. 
I'm seeing totals. Uh, I've read a couple articles of a guy saying he's lost fourteen thousand dollars plus in terms of personal belongings. How can a, a student like that, you know, lose fourteen grand? Well, I mean, you look at their computer, their music, uh, television sets, so on and so forth. They've lost all of it, and if they're not insured, which I'm kind of guessing that we're looking at probably over half of the people that are affected by this are probably going to be uninsured. It's really hard to say. The other thing you have to keep in mind, though, is that some of the people affected are you know, mainly students, so they're going to be able to fall back on their parents, but not everybody has parents that are rich and from the suburbs of Chicago with really well-paying jobs, like most of the kids that are there. That's just me. But, yeah, it's it's a mess. So that's why I, I kind of find this to be a very, very interesting issue. And uh, looking at this article, hey, here you go. The UI Motor Pool building took the biggest hit on campus and will be demolished. The UI announced this on Monday. So the University of Iowa is claiming $6 million, and about $3.4 million of that is of uh, roof damage caused by hail. And according to Paul, he really wishes that he would have had the recorder going because I guess the sounds of the hail was just uh, phenomenal. Uh, these figures likely will increase significantly when the damage caused to an unknown number of university vehicles is taken into account. So there's a lot of things that still have to go on and be recognized in terms of uh, getting all these totals and all these facts put together. It's amazing. And uh, this is yeah, this is where I used to live. So that's why, like I said, once again, finding this very interesting. Now, thinking, uh, uh, talking about where I used to live, I'll go ahead and run the first piece of audio that Paul sent me. And, of course, this has been put together primarily for broadcast use. That's one thing you have to keep in mind. We're not talking about podcasting here where people t- tend to speak to an audience. You're, you're, you're piecing this together for a, a radio uh, package. And this first one uh, was one of David uh, Henderson. He's a, one of the, like I said, student intern, student um, employee at the radio station. I, this is him talking, but apparently he was at The Mill. The Mill is this restaurant bar that I've seen a couple shows at. Primarily, I would always go to The Mill because they had some really great pizza, really great food. And when I used to work at the college radio station, we had some of our uh, director meetings there. You can kind of imagine how that went, but I'll play this, and this kind of gives the uh, uh, kind of his, David's first-hand account, and kind of let it explain for itself. But he was at the mill, right, basically in the path, uh, in the pathway of uh, where this tornado hit. So I'll go ahead and do that check. right now. Check, check, okay. check. Yeah. Enjoy. Now, where were you when the storm hit? I was in the mill restaurant, and I was awaiting, I was listening to a concert. It was Cogs of Palooza. And what band are you I was just in a pickup band for the occasion. Uh, My friend Bill Peterson is a graduate student, and I was just going to play guitar. And it was a little talent show for the graduate students that they do once a year. Okay, so tell me what happened. Okay, so the band's playing. They just finished a Tom Petty cover band was playing and then the bar manager came rushing up to the stage and had waving his hands and he wanted them to quit immediately well he was gesturing 
I couldn't tell what he was saying. I just saw this guy waving his hands. The band kept on playing. The story afterwards that the band thought the guy was saying, you guys suck. So they figured he was drunk and they kept playing. But, uh... What was he saying? Evidently he was saying, stop playing. The show <laughs> is over. Tornado is on Burlington Street. It's blown out the front window. And yes, the, the front side of the mill is just knocked off. The roof, the window was blown out. We heard. I was in the back, didn't see that, but all of a sudden, there's debris all over the sidewalk, too. Then what happened? The, the crowd in the back tripled all of a sudden as the crowd from the front bar all was shepherded to the back, where it was safer because there are no windows. And, yeah, the show was called to an abrupt halt. Everyone was huddled in the back, back room, and... The uh, staff told us that Give me the after dialogue. a little, you were there. Mm, I was there. Cuddling, yes, we were cuddling. Some people were. Uh, there were pitchers of beer. We'd all sort of abandoned them at first in our haste, and then we realized how foolish it was to be trapped in this little room but not have our beer. So we, someone went back to get it. People were freaked out about the state of their cars and were eager to run out and check on them, but the uh, golf ball-sized hail was still falling. So there you go, David Henderson. Oops, sorry, a little loud on the levels. David Henderson with the um, first-hand account of being basically trapped in the mill as the tornado was rolling right through, or at least whatever it was, if it was a downdraft or if it was an actual uh, funnel cloud that had hit the ground that rolled through downtown Iowa City. It almost seems like there was a, a series of, like, a few tornadoes that went through the downtown area, maybe a cluster of them. It's really hard to say. Uh, people say that it was kind of dark, plus the rain, plus the hail, all that, uh, you know, all that uh, to confuse the whole situation. Now, I also have... This other piece of audio that Paul sent to me, and this one was actually ran on the weekend show as well. I, I think the David Henderson piece was put on because that was uh, David's firsthand account, but then he was also running around with Paul collecting these these clips. And I should also mention I don't know what uh, David is a student of, but I do believe that he's still a student at the University of Iowa. Paul is a recent graduate at the University of Iowa and working in my position. It. Uh, WSUI. That's what he's currently doing. So with that, I will be I'll play this for you. And I don't know if it, this had a uh, title to it at all, but we'll go ahead and just let it roll and see what you think of it. We had a bunch of people want to leave the street, but they're concerned about additional tornadoes. Uh, is Johnson County clear at this point? 38, I cannot advise that we're clear at this point. Everyone needs to stay put, I believe. Stay put, thank you. Uh, 
I guess it's kind of surprising. You hear the tornado warnings all the time. You get kind of desensitized to them. You don't actually think that they're going to touch down. Yeah, growing up in Iowa, we've had tornado warnings since we were little kids, but you never actually see the results of them because they're always like out in the countryside. Dude, look at look at his look at Yoda's car. It might be total. Oh, it is total, dude. That's a hundred thousand dollar car, just ruined. And look at all the windows blown out of Mark and Bobby's apartment above Starbucks. This car. No, this is our buddy's car. Yeah, and it got hit by a car. Well, no, he parked here, and this car must have been picked up and thrown it on top of it right here. It's insane. Yeah, I live uh, up north of Jefferson Street, so we saw it go by. It was like it felt like it was right across the street. We could hear it. It sounded like a jet airplane. I mean, the destruction is devastating. Everything is just there are trees all over the place, power lines down. Yeah, I mean, it, we heard it hit at Walmart and came across here, heading what is that east? Yeah, northeast roughly. So, I mean, we heard uh, over on Lucas Street there were about four houses that got all the roofs torn off right in a row. I'm sorry, I had too much background. Try again. Is the 5.0 where there's a gas leak at South Killer Street, 308, that area down there? Yes, we are. They're spread thin now. We're making them aware. Okay, Jeff, Linder. Jeff, there is a gas leak at 402 South Gilbert. There is a gas leak at 402 South Gilbert. You cannot drive there. Do not go there. Well, I'm telling, I'm telling people that are driving around. Uh, do not drive there. Do, uh, do not go near there. They will turn you away. And it is a dangerous situation. Again, a gas leak at 402 South Gilbert. Stay away from that area. It's a very dangerous situation. I only have one class tomorrow, and I'm just not going to go, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't really think so. Yeah. I was in my apartment building on the corner of Burlington and Gilbert, and we heard a big boom, and the whole, like, walls of the top floor fell down. Like, the roof's still there, but, like, the big brick wall that's on the top floor, like, came off and, like, landed on a bunch of cars. So there's no walls on the top floor. We're on the second one. I think it was, what, the fourth floor? The fourth floor, I think, has no walls anymore. Well, and then we had a gas leak, and the cops evacuated us. So we had to leave, because we're across the street from the come-and-go, and the come-and-go is leaking. I, I just couldn't believe it. At first, I, I looked up and I thought, my gosh, uh, such power uh, of the natural elements. And I was thinking, you know, we're at the mercy of, uh, of the elements, and we have to think about that. Uh, I'm pastor of St. Patrick's Roman Catholic Church in Iowa City. Uh, last night, uh, about uh, 15 minutes after Mass was finished, we were hit with this tornado, and uh, there were about 75 people in the church building that were evacuated into the basement of the rectory, and must not have been any more than 10 minutes after we had gotten into the basement of the rectory, the pressure in the house suddenly changed, and it was almost like someone had uh, taken their hands and uh, squashed the rectory house. Um, we heard this noise comparable to a train, and within just minutes, it was over. 20 available. 20. Um, we got a report of a collapse at St. Pat's, um, possibly with some uh, people there. 
Just stand by on that one. I'll let you know further for your. I would say a hundred times more. A hundred times. Yeah, even on football. I've never seen anything like this in five years. <laughs> Hello. I'm buying a pizza and some Mountain Dew. It's my dinner. Do you think it's weird that so many people are buying beer on a night like this? No, I don't. <laughs> Why not? Um, it's a long night. Credit or debit? I don't think it's weird at all because I, I come from like hurricanes down south and people would have hurricane parties, so I, a tornado party doesn't seem out of the norm to me. <laughs> oh, first thing I heard after, you know, everything went through, everyone just wants some beer. Yeah. Everyone asks, you know where you can get beer? You know what's open? Uh, I'm betting they... They can't have classes after yeah. this, I don't think. You're going to close them. I mean, half the cars are trashed. Yeah. I had a test tomorrow, but I was studying when it happened. I'm not planning on it happening tomorrow, so. Yeah. Well, we've class been canceled. Yeah. I've had a couple messages today said that, but I haven't got any. Rumors going around this. Yeah. Classes are canceled. It was on the news tonight. I want to yell classes are canceled. Last time I did that, some chick bitch yelled at me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they can't do that. What? Well, I had class till 9.30, and then I just planned on hanging out at my house for the rest of the night. I didn't plan on going out or nothing. Now I have uh, some drinks with me, and I'm going back to my house to do the same, but with a lot more people now. Well, because before well, before I had class tomorrow, well, now that classes are canceled, I don't have to worry about anything. Plus, all my friends whose power are out are coming over to our place because we're, like, the only ones in the city that they all know that have power. What bothered me, like, we went down about like a quarter to nine, and at nine o'clock we have a shift change, so I was hanging out where I could see the doors in case some waitresses came in, and people were just walking on the street the whole time, like they were going downtown to party or whatever, just ignoring the fact that a tornado warning was out, that tornadoes had hit, already touched down outside of this, or near the outside of the city, so I'm <laughs> just like, I mean, if they'd come up and come in, you know, we'd let people in, obviously people's safety is important, so... They're just walking, you know, or even there was still there was a last the last siren that we heard after it looked like things were clear. There was a line outside of the column, so or the column had some half power, so they started flocking there from all the bars that were out of power, whatever. So there you go. A uh, piece put together for the weekend magazine show. If I, I believe that they're still doing that program. Last I knew it was called Weekend Iowa. And I'm going to give credit to both Paul and David for that. It could have been just Paul. I'm not sure. But sound like uh, – well, you'll find out here in a little bit. But uh, some of the, the, that audio will reoccur here as I run the very raw audio piece that he sent me. Um, but, uh, yeah, a couple different things there is, you know, they talked to the pastor, like I said, of uh, St. Pat's Church, St. Patrick, uh, St. Patrick's, and the pictures of that is just absolutely astounding, just amazing uh, damage that went to that, when it, uh, that, happened, that occurred to that, to that uh, building. And then also, there are pictures also in the press of 
the, the chunks that flew off of St. Pat's, chunks of wood that became basically bullets and were sticking out of the senior center, or it's basically a apartment complex, apartment building for uh, senior citizens, for elderly. And that building is made out of concrete. And yet there were chunks of wood that had splintered off from the church sticking out because they'd just been driven in by the amazingly uh, you know, fast winds that come along with you know, storms like these. This last piece of audio that I have runs quite a bit. So you can fast forward through it, but it's about 30 minutes long. And uh, it's very raw audio. It's David Henderson, Paul Flav, running around Iowa City. I assume that they have the uh, Marantz PMD 660. I assume those guys are still using that same thing. And actually, speaking of that last piece that I just played, I think that that was my scanner that I left behind. I think that was my police scanner. But it's not like it do a whole lot of good to me up here. Plus, it was not functioning very well, but apparently they were able to turn it on to get some sort of audio off of it and some sort of reception. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm meant to leave that behind or not. Hmm. Maybe when I visit sometime, I can get it back. Anyway, here is this uh, last piece of audio, and uh, we'll just kind of let this ride, and you can check this out. Essentially... Just a matter of mere minutes. Well, not mere minutes, but we're looking at, like I said before, 20 to 50 minutes after the storm and the tornadoes had passed. They ran around downtown Iowa City and collected different audio snippets. I will also say that this is very raw audio. Once again, collected mainly for broadcast purposes. So it's not necessarily uh, kind of podcasting material, but it's really great audio nonetheless. So uh, you'll be hearing raw language as well. So here you go. Have you folks seen anything strange tonight? Walking around? Um, just like things are tore up right now. I was standing outside my apartment and looking towards Burlington. I could just see just debris flying towards Burlington. I could see the funnel cloud going around and stuff. It was crazy. Yeah, I was in my apartment like in the back door just looking out and you could see stuff getting picked up and getting blown over towards Burlington. You can see him circling around over there. Is there a safety plan in your uh, building? for? Any, like, Can you all go in the basement? If you, is it's there a basement? Just, no, just hallways, just in the bottom hallway. That's all we have. Well, are people freaking out in the building? Or Not just really. Watching? Just watching. There's most, most of the people got down in the hallway and stuff, but uh, it was crazy. I know that. Yeah, hey, can I get your names for that quickly? Um, I don't know what's going to be coming. Alan, nice Alan Grage. But. Sarah Geek. So, is your stuff safe, though? I mean, oh, oh, yeah. 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 There's not much damage it's past just, it's just Dodge. Right. It's, it's just right here, That's, pretty much. So it must have traveled, like, straight down Burlington. I want to go this crazy. Way. I was at the mill tonight. Oh, yeah? It's so strange. Wow. I'm just trying to find somewhere to smoke. I can smoke. Well, all right, I'll let you accomplish your mission. See Thanks. You, See ya. Is that somebody, is that your buddy's car? Yeah. All the windows are broken out of it, dude. Look at that. Oh. Look at this. Oh. Kid. Right, where the fuck is he? Do you know the story behind this? What's the there story? was a tornado. I mean, like, you know the guy. This is car. This your, this is our buddy. No, this is our buddy's car. Yeah, and it got hit by a car, obviously. Look at that, yeah. Well, no, he parked here. 
And this car must have been picked up and thrown it on top of it right here. It's insane. He's in his apartment. He said all his windows got blown out of his apartment. Right over here. At above. Yeah, I live uh, up north of Jefferson Street. So we saw it go by. It was like it felt like it was right across the street. We could hear it. It sounded like a jet airplane. It was it was insane. Yeah, it was awesome. Not really, but kind of, you know. I mean, the destruction is devastating. Everything is just there are trees all over the place, power lines down. It's it's awesome. Yeah. We were outside for the whole thing, and we, we were like, should we go inside? And then we were just like, we, I mean, it just kept going down. It felt like it kept going down, well, down Burlington. I mean, you could hear it go. It was right Jefferson and Lynn Street, so right north of Van Allen Hall. They were all outside. No, they were all outside watching it because it was on this side of town. I mean... I'm sure if you were on this side, on the other side of Burlington, on the south side, everybody was heading for cover. Because, yeah, I mean, it, we heard it hit at Walmart and came across here, heading, what is that, east? Yeah, northeast, roughly. So, I mean, we heard uh, over on Lucas Street, there were about four houses that got all the roofs torn off right in a row. So, uh, so what, what are you trying to figure out tonight? Like? Well, we're just walking around looking at the destruction. Yeah, that I know. Well, that I can get a hold of. I can't get a hold of, like, half the people that I've been trying to call. Like, uh, service providers are down? Well, yeah, service providers, and I mean, maybe they're just not answering because they're stuck inside their apartments. I heard uh, a couple trees fell in some houses, and people are stuck in their houses, so. We saw all the power come off on this side of the town from that side. I mean, it was it was pretty powerful. It was, it was intense, so. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, Yo, can I get your name for the record? Alex Benskin. So, are you... Uh, oh, okay, perfect. So, I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on this, but it's good to get a hold yeah. of your name. So. Yeah, perfect. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, talk. Yeah, good. Uh, say, say. Yeah, I mean... Did we find Smatic at it? Smatic. Dude, look at, look at his... Look at Yoda's car. It might be total. Oh, it is total, dude. That's a hundred thousand dollar car just ruined. And look at all the windows blown out of Mark and Bobby's apartment above Starbucks. Oh I, I want to go see Colt's apartment. apartment. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. Be careful. Uh, yeah, you too. Yeah. I better. I'm losing. Did you guys see the church up there? Oh, shit. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you have a minute just to talk about what happened tonight? Sure. I'm just from uh, public radio. I suppose. Thanks, man. Uh, can I get your name? I'm Scott Norris. I'm the manager from the Mill Restaurant. So, yeah, I was in back and saw the tornado come right over by the uh, parking ramp. It came and ripped the roof off the building, and, and I came up front and got everyone from the front into the back, and we all huddled in the back, and it was real loud and blew out our front door and ripped off parts of the roof, and it was. It got real intense there for a while. All so the parking lot on the other side of here. All the windows and every car are blown out. Um, parts of our roof are laying on cars in the bank parking lot. 
Um, we had there was gas leaks all over the place. They had to shut off all the gas on this on this like three blocks. Um, yeah, I was pretty. We were pretty lucky. We had no injuries, and everyone got in the back, and no one was hurt. So. Well, yeah, we got people inside. We didn't shut down. I mean, we stopped serving, obviously, but, I mean, we didn't shut down. We, we kept this door open so people could come in. I stood out here till I mean, the last I could and tried to get people inside. So, you know, people had somewhere to go. So, you know, I didn't want people walking around. So. I, was, I was in there, so I, I appreciate it. Hey, oh, yo, the you were inside? The in the yeah, I was there in front waving like, oh, you guys need to stop playing. This is uh, an emergency, you know, so. Uh, little did I expect coming into work tonight that this was going to happen, you know. These guys kept playing for a while, too. They did. Well, a few minutes, but... No, no, I don't think they quite understood. But once, I think the two people in front heard that I was screaming that there was a tornado, they stopped pretty quick, and we got everyone into the back, so... You know? Yeah. I'm happy things worked out for everyone. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we still have a front of the building, you know. Like, I mean, we only have the front door blow in. None of the, the giant windows or anything ended up imploding. So, but, I mean, like our delivery guy's car is right there, and it doesn't have a back windshield. And I mean, there's, you know, every, there's crushed cars everywhere. There's a shipping container up on the corner. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty intense down here. We found parts of a parking light in someone's car, like a stoplight. Like the giant like lens was like through someone's the side of someone's car, so I mean it, it came right down here. Oh yeah, man, it was it was pretty crazy. All right, anyway, I got yeah, I got to get back in here and start making sure things are all right. So anyway, yep, hey, no problem. It's going back in to sweep up. Only a matter of time before mom called. What? <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> right. What's, uh, what's going on there? I heard some things. Hey, come on, Omaha. That would be you see that? Oh. Excuse, have you folks seen anything really crazy tonight? Like, Tree fell on a car. No. Have all your stuff safe? Down. Yeah. yeah. We're good. Where, Thank where God. Me and Buren, just right up here. Yeah. Like, uh, we a really hallway? hallway. <laughs> yeah. There was no, no. No. There's no base. There's no base in any apartment building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's none. It was scary. Everybody's it was safe really that scary. we know. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, sir. Do you have a minute just to talk about what happened tonight? Actually, I wasn't here. Oh, oh. I was at uh, I was at work. But I mean, this is my store, but you're the, can I get your name for just Paul? Can... Paul Young. Who are you? Uh, Dave Henderson. I'm uh, intern for WSGI. Uh, hi. Hello, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. I shop here. <laughs> yeah, I love. Maybe not tomorrow, huh? Probably not. <laughs> what were you in at all? Head? I was at work at Pearson. Uh, educational measurement and one of my boys came down after the first row of storms went through and told me about it so uh main problem right now is the roof has gone off there so any rains that we have is going to be a problem for the upstairs apartment and i'm gonna have to move a lot of my inventory back i think and a friend's 
we're going to put some tarps up, but I don't know how much that'll do. But anyway, a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, but it's sort of a spectacle down here, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit like a tailgate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, mixed with a disaster. Yeah. Uh, I've had the store eight years, eight, eight and a half, something like that. I don't know, time flies. Are you going to rebuild? Well, I don't own, I, I do not own the building, oh. but yeah, the, the woman who owns the, the house, Nancy Kennedy, she's going to, you know, call her insurance agent tomorrow and hopefully get a roof back on here and, and we'll get this repaired and carry on. The immediate priority is to get the stuff covered up dry and covered up and also I mean obviously there's a security problem here with the door gone so we're going to put some plywood up there and hopefully no one will come by with a crowbar and, and pull it off alright this will be a you have faith in the people of uh, Iowa City to to uh, be honorable and... oh sure yeah indeed and this is the owner of the house Nancy Kennedy hello I'm I'm Dave Henderson. I'm working for Public Radio, WSGI. Just, oh, hi. Just getting people. Yeah. Uh, so are you, are you, uh, <laughs> you going to be able to weather this? Oh, well, I hope the insurance company is going to take care of things. I've been paying in for a lot of years. <laughs> You've been here a long time. I've owned the building 20, 21 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it's a really old building it is from 1881 I think it was built so it's one of the, the last old house in Iowa downtown Iowa City so we hope we can get it restored God bless you Brian. thank you thanks for your time where's your purse mom I'll go in and get it for you What's that? 1881, I think she said, in the house. Uh, what, do you have a minute? Just, just to talk about what you've seen tonight? Just, just briefly? Uh, can I get your names, by the way? Sure. Tara Lederbrand. Okay. Genevieve. Okay. Yeah, what is, is there anything really strange? It's just been really kind of sad to see everything like just destroyed here in Iowa City. This is the worst we've seen. So I would say that was pretty bad. And we were in uh, the dance apartment in the basement, so we were fine. But then we went back to our apartment, and they're in the garage basement playing beer pong. (laughs) You know, keeping the fun while staying safe, I'm guessing, what they were doing. Our apartment was fine, so it didn't end up being a big deal. But I thought that was very college of them. (laughs) We have a lot of friends that live in the building next to here and trying to find them and I think they're coming over to stay with us so we found it doesn't look like anyone was hurt it just looks broken just wreckage yeah just stuff I, I, I haven't seen anyone look like they got hurt so it looks your parents been calling you no I can't get service I can't get service either to your home so Everything being destroyed, and the fact that everyone is on their cell phone right now. That probably doesn't help. Yeah, yeah and there you go. Of course she gets well, service. Oh, there you go. Have a good night. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Cody, you come with. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks. Hey. Okay.
Okay, so yeah, what, what have you seen tonight? Where, where were you when it all hit? I was in my apartment building, and we heard a big boom, and the whole like walls of the top floor fell down. Where was that? On the corner of Burlington and Gilbert. The Wait, the walls? Like, the roof's still there, but like the big brick wall that's on the top floor like came off and like landed on a bunch of cars. So there's no walls on the top floor. What floor are you on? We're on the second one. I think it was, what, the fourth floor? The fourth floor, I think, has no walls anymore. Is there a basement that you could go into? Oh, well, I'm sure there was. We just didn't. Well, and then we had a gas leak, and the cops evacuated us. So we had to leave, because we're across the street from the come-and-go, and the come-and-go is leaking. So what now? Um, I don't know. We think we can go back in now, but I don't know about the situation with the walls. Yeah, we've had no power for hours. You, you got friends, places so you can go to? Yeah. Yeah, we went and met them when they evacuated us. Is there, is like class, do you have class tomorrow or anything? To I only have one class tomorrow and I'm just not going to go, so I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if anyone is. I don't really think so. All best for all. Yeah. So what are you going to do? It seems like a lot of people come to John's for some reason. Well, I'll get your number. Well, I think a majority of people are getting beer because the liquor house is totaled. That's right. There's a, a van in front of it, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen any looting? No. Mm-hmm. We thought there would be some, but no. I think there's too many cops around for that. Think they're being pretty cool. Yep. They're being good. Do you mind saying your name? Oh, Ashley. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Okay. Thanks. Do you have a second, sir? I'm just getting people's uh, experience about what happened tonight. Did you see um, anything? What did you see tonight? Not much. I was in my apartment, and then it got really windy. And uh, next thing I know, yeah. So, but uh, are you gonna? Why do you think there seem to be a lot of people over, uh, over this way? But Johnson, <laughs> I wonder why that is. Oh, first thing I heard after you know everything went through, everyone just wants some beer. Yeah. Everyone asking, you know where you can get beer? You know what's open? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything um, happening tomorrow, I think? Is anyone going to go to class? Uh, I'm betting they, they're going to close them. They can't have classes after yeah. this, I don't think. I mean, half the cars are trashed. Yeah. I had a test tomorrow, but I was studying when it happened. I'm not planning on it happening tomorrow, so. <laughs> right on. Cool. Thanks. Do you yep. okay? Chris? Thanks a lot. I only got a couple. It's been a long, long time since I just started randomly walking up to people and asking questions. So I'm, yeah. cool. I'm, I'm fooled. So when I don't have to ask. Uh, you guys have a second? Just talk about what you saw tonight. We didn't see much. You didn't see, were you in your? Did you stay inside? When yeah, we hit? stayed yeah, in the dorms when it was inside. Like in a basement? Or? No, um, we kind of stayed in third floor. So, yeah. Is that unscathed? Yeah, Burge is fine. Nope. No, no, no damage. That way, like between Burlington and what? Iowa. Iowa is everything that's pretty much messed up and that way. It's effed up. Thank you for censoring yourself. Yes. I know what it's like to be in the TV production business. Appreciate it. Yeah, but everything over there is pretty much fine. Like, we didn't really realize how bad it was until we actually went down there, so. You think there's going to be class tomorrow? 
We've heard her class has been canceled. Yeah. I've had a couple messages today said that, but I haven't got any confirmation. I don't know. I just if uh, the uh, rumors going around. Rumors going around this. This seems to be mecca right now. This uh, would indicate that yeah. a lot of students aren't playing. Uh, I don't know. David Scorton with a huge bullhorn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. So what are you gonna do tonight? <laughs> get a little bit get, more get messed case, up. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Drink some get a little bit more messed up. Wait for the power to come up. You have power. Yeah, yeah power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all the university like uh, dorms all have power. So but everything like down there where it got really messed up doesn't. So. Have your parents been? Uh, have your parents called? Uh, my parents have called a couple times. Told me first of all they told me not to get like. Stay upset, not stay upstairs, get down in the basement. And then they told me not to get arrested when I was walking around downtown looking at everything. So I I listened to them both. So both times I listened to them. So they're pretty happy. Classes are canceled. It was on the news tonight. Thank you. Wow, you are the news source. Thank you. For the news. I want to yell. I want to yell. Classes are canceled. Last time I did that, some chick bitch yelled at me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they can't do that. What? Can I get your name? Yeah. Uh, I'm Luke Abel. Luke, thank you. Jeremy Schilling. <laughs> Greg Witt. Thanks a lot, fellas. Yeah, yeah, appreciate your time. Yeah. Are you with DI? Uh, the WSGI. Okay, the thanks, man. Do you work at Joe's by yeah. chance? Are you guys open? No, we're not. Do you know? Did, did anything weird happen, or do you know? Do you mind my asking? Power's out. We didn't get hit by anything. We just had all our customers go in the basement. We were down there for about an hour. Yeah. Uh, how'd you handle it? Did you take it all right? Yeah, I took it pretty much in stride. Hold the women? No, we had a. Some people were kind of resistant about staying inside. Yeah. Kind of being assholes about it, but. Did you have to throw anybody out? Like, how do you do? How do you handle that when the people are getting rough? Did you just say all right? Well, see ya, we're locking the door. No, I mean. I think that they could still sue us if they went out and got hurt, so we just told them to sit the F down and shut up. So, nice, whatever. Nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Have you guys been down there? Uh, a little bit, but not to Joe's. No, no, no. The yeah. mill was fucked up. We talked to them. Yeah, we didn't really have any damage. I mean, it's our powers out. Did a lot of people rush in when the storm really got serious? No, and what, was, what bothered me, like... We went down about like a quarter to nine and at nine o'clock we have a shift change so I was hanging out where I could see the doors in case some waitresses came in because a lot of, like we couldn't get a hold of some people a lot of the networks were down or whatever or too busy and people were just walking on the street the whole time like they were going downtown to party or whatever just ignoring the fact that a tornado warning was out that tornadoes had hit already touched down outside of this or near the outside of the city so it's kind of crazy yeah yeah and you're thinking what at this point. I'm just like, I mean, if they'd come up and come in, you know, we'd let people in. Obviously, people's safety is important, so they're just walking, you know, or even there was still, there was a last, the last siren that we heard after it looked like things were clear, there was a line outside of the column, so, I mean, people are just insane, so. They stayed there the entire time? I don't know, or they, or the column had some half power, so they started flocking there from all the bars that were out of power, whatever. Or there's a par- there's a party outside John's right now, so it's kind of crazy. But <laughs> so uh, Channing, nice, nice yeah, nice to meet you. Appreciate it.
right here? Yeah. From when we first walked in. Yeah. It was all the way up. Well, the store's very small, so that's not probably a good Back to the dairy section, at least. <laughs> that's a ways back. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe see if they'll be willing to go on mic and tell us how much gear they're selling. That's good. Should I just hang back, tell him? Tell him? Or? Or are you going? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You're, you're more subtle about this stuff. Let's go, baby. He's gotta go up the street. Natalie didn't believe me. Alright, is it on? Are we still running? Rock. Okay. Let's see. Rock. Alright. I won't make, I won't, I'll just do it as you work. All right, what do you need? How much alcohol are you selling tonight in comparison to other nights? I would say a hundred times more. A hundred times. Yeah, even on football. I have never seen anything like this in five years. Hello. No, maybe for, maybe the third one in a 20. <laughs> What, what are you buying? I'm buying a pizza and some Mountain Dew. It's my dinner. Do you think it's weird that so many people are buying beer on a night like this? No, I don't. <laughs> Why not? Um, it's a long night. Credit or debit? Um, credit. Quick start around. There you go. And what's your name? I'm Dee Jurgens. And how long have you worked? I've worked here for five oh, years. Five years. You've never seen it like this? Never. <laughs> and do you think it's weird? No, I don't. I don't think it's weird at all because I, I come from like hurricanes down south and people would have hurricane parties so I, a tornado party doesn't seem out of the norm to me. <laughs> I did I did shut the doors and make customers and, and employees go to the basement. Um, about 30 minutes. About 45 minutes afterwards, after the warning went down. It's been like this an hour and a half. About 50 right now. For an hour and a half or more. 109. Have a great night. <laughs> Drink some booze, though. Over at that place. That place. Good stuff. Good stuff. They're selling a few cases. What's that? They're selling a few cases. Yeah. She said it's been 100 times per day. It's like the most she's ever seen. We're some football games. Oh, yeah. She actually said she said that. Any football game. So. And such is the atmosphere in a Big Ten university town. Making a party out of a disaster, but you got to make light of the situation. And I have to say that they had that very, very well in hand. Thank you very much to Paul, Paul Flav, my buddy still back at the, the radio station, 
there in Iowa City. David Henderson, got to give him credit as well. WSUY AM 910 ran those some of that material. Not the raw stuff, obviously, being broadcast uh, radio station. But uh, you can check them out, wsui.uiowa.edu, press-citizen.com, website, Iowa City Press Citizen. It's the local newspaper, lots of pictures where you can see some of the destruction and find out how you can help out. I think they need it, and uh, they'll, they'll rebuild, everything will go on, these memories will, will fade away, and I remember when, in 1993, when the floods came in and they actually seeped into the bottom floor of Mayflower Residence Hall, where I lived for one semester of my college career, and uh, nobody talks about that anymore. So this will be the story for the next few years until something else happens, God forbid, but uh, we don't wish for that, but these things happen. RadioZoom.net, check out those links, check out the show notes, and we'll check you later with a more regular edition of RadioZoom in the future. Adios. Adios.